dropped the subject. All right, Monday. We both uh, had a busy travel weekend, so apologies in advance for the next couple of hours. I'm sure we'll do some fun things, but Allie's probably, I would imagine, hungover. She's dressed like the bugle boy today. (laughs) Hey, I'm wearing denim on denim. This was very popular at Coachella, and I did not go to Coachella, but I wanted to act like I did, so I dressed in my Monday outfit what I would have worn to Coachella. Allie was in Las Vegas, and I was at uh, Coachella at the Channel Q Casa, Party Casa. I think that we, if we had our... If we if we had our, had our druthers, we would have yes. If we switched. had our, we would have switched. Yes, exactly. we would have absolutely. But but I am not hungover actually for once. This was Ooh. my first ever relatively sober Vegas trip, and I drove there. Oh, God. which is the strangest thing. Oh, you just made Vegas suck. In yeah, one I really did. I you drove down. I drove down the strip, sober. Feeling like I should have been picking passengers up. Yeah, that would have been good. You could have uh, made a little bit of money that I'm then you could have turned around and lost at a blackjack table. But uh, I know you were there for very important lesbian reasons. You were uh, out spreading the word of Butch Pal for the straight gal, which is the lesbian equivalent of Queer Eye for the straight guy. Yep. Uh, I have a, I have leftover chapsticks, Kevin. If you want one, I'm gonna pass. You know me. I only use le- I only use used chapstick. <laughs> I find in the back of this Ubers. one still has a seal on it. You All can right. break the seal on the brand new chapstick. It says Butch Pal for the straight gal on it. I was uh, it was my job this week to hand out as many chapsticks to the lesbians of the world in Las Vegas. And, you know, I know that there's a lot of fashion, you know, there's talking about all of the high fashion that happens in India over the weekend and the Coachella weekend one, but I really could dress very casually and look red carpet worthy at this convention. I was the hottest. Yeah, Ali does never uh, said anything about herself in a positive way before. I don't even think she's thought anything about herself positively, but she claimed, <laughs> on it. when we were talking over the weekend, she goes, I was the hottest person at an entire convention in Vegas. <laughs> and I was like, what were you at, the uh, the Fatty Reject convention? Hey! <laughs> She said, no, 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 I was at uh, Calico or whatever. No, I was at Clexicon. Clexicon, yep. which is... It's a, it's like a lesbian, or it's a queer women in media convention. Got where it. it's Yeah, it's about queer female representation in the media. And I was Ooh. like, that's what I'm working on for my show. So I should go out there and, and spread the word to these uh, TV-watching lesbians. And... Um, I got there and I was I was a little worried about what to wear and then we me and my wife were like mm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be casual casual seems like the theme in any kind of lesbian convention and uh, we were definitely you wore casual Birkenstocks or dressy Birkenstocks. Well, I almost wore question. Birkenstocks and Should've. then I, I went with boat shoes instead. Smart, still very very on trend. How can I dike up these Birkenstocks? <laughs> I know what I'll do. Boat shoes. Katie was going to do Birkenstocks. Oh, she would have won. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I got there. The award at the end of the weekend is for worst dressed or worst dressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, woo! Um, people were just wearing basically like black t-shirts featuring their favorite show. And oh, then I jeans. It. It was, I see. It was like fans. It was almost more... F- it was almost like Comic-Con for lesbians. Huh. Well, it was if, interesting. If they had called it Lesbicon <laughs> or, or Lesicon or Lesicon. Yeah. I, a guy like me probably would have gone. I'm a huge fan of lesbians. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know if you would be a fan of this type of lesbian community. It was that it was because you like feminine women, right? Um, do I like feminine women? I mean, you like kind of. Uh, you're more of a traditionalist, yeah, I would well, say, yeah, in your taste in women. Yeah, I like. I don't know if it makes me a traditionalist. I mean, traditionalist I mean, like, I'm just be... saying, if you saw a woman in a buzz cut, 
Oh, yeah, I mean, but I don't know. I like that. Who's oh, that? oh. Who's yeah. that? <laughs> they do that? Oh, God. Why would they do that? Like, they got gum and stuck in their hair and they had to cut it? Or what are you talking about? So, uh, well, I, I could probably count on my hand the amount of people that had long hair. Mm. And Katie was the only person that I saw the entire day into the evening wearing lipstick. Whoa, your wife representing, showing a little bit of a lipstick flair. Yeah, I mean, she was saying, she was like, I think I'm the straightest person here. This is really interesting. Uh, we were definitely, I, I, like, I, I feel like I'm pretty gay. I don't you think are. you would, I think you would agree with me. Very gay. The, I the, felt. The head to toe denim just seals it, but I, yes. Yeah, very I gay. felt very straight at this event. Oh, you felt like you were not gay enough? No, I felt like I was not gay enough huh. at all. That's and there interesting. Was, yeah, and I, I think because of the obsession that they have with these uh, shows that feature lesbian relationships, and then there was all this fan art and fan stuff that just was about these lesbian relationships throughout TV and film, I was like, oh my, wow, I am just not, I'm not that obsessive about it. Any, so I, I felt like I was not doing my lesbian community justice. Well, We'll get into uh, everything that happened to you in Vegas, I'm sure. I will give you some of the uh, stories that happened at the uh, Coachella house. Uh, of course, Channel Q, uh, a lot of the a lot of the team was there. I got to spend some time. Yeah, didn't you hop on the air with the morning show? I got to spend a lot of time off and on the air with many of the uh, members that make up this radio station. We'll get into that. Of course, there are exciting announcements in politics. The first openly gay candidate to run for president. I mean, there's, there's technically there was someone many years ago, but th- this is the first one that everyone's just saying has an actual chance. And we'll he's t- out. Talk about that. Um, he's already out, out of the closet or out of the race? What are you saying? Oh, he's out of the closet. Sorry. Oh, okay. No, definitely not out of the race. <laughs> I thought you just... And he's out. And he's gone. And uh, <laughs> yes, we do know that there is a cathedral in Paris that is burning as we speak. So, we will update you on that as well. Lots to get to. Let's start, though, by saying hello to Chris, who's on the phone right now. You can call us just to prove that we're here and in the flesh. 833-77-CALL-Q. You can get in touch with us that way on the phones. That's our favorite way, preferred method of communication. You can also do it on the uh, Twitter as well, at We Are Channel Q and uh, DTS Show. What's up, Chris? Hi. Uh, I know you weren't here on Thursday, so I wanted to uh, wait until Monday to give you a call. Uh, but I wanted to say congratulations on not getting fired for six months. This may be the longest alley that uh, you and I have held a job together in uh, well over a year, I would imagine, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think that anyone should speak of it because I feel like it's jinxing it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you should uh, let so everyone... shut up. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't, don't uh, publicize the fact, Chris, that we've been together doing this thing for six months now. Someone, unfortunately, down the hall may listen and realize, ah, oh, it's time to fire them. <laughs> Well, uh, okay. Well, then, happy six months on the air. How does uh, that sound? Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for listening. Uh, do you listen uh, live on these on the radio? Do you listen on the uh, the podcast? How do you get us? How do you how do you take us in? Uh, I take you in uh, through the app. Um, Stream. Yeah. All right. Thank that's you. Hot. Very. That's very. Good. You can take <laughs> now, us in any way you want. From now on, that's only how I'm going to ask people. How, how, <laughs> how do you, you take how, us in? Huh? How do you ingest us? Huh? What's the right way? Uh, <laughs> thank you, Chris. Thank you. And you can download the uh, podcast as well. I mean, just you listen to it from time to time. If you got a long road trip, stock up for the zombie apocalypse. Uh, you can find us there. And thank you. Listen, there are some new people that have uh, discovered the station. Obviously, there are some people that have been listening to Ali and I yap for uh, well over a few years now, and we cannot thank you. We we say it from time the time, but we seriously
obviously the support means the world to us and uh, it has kept us kept our heads high on days when we wanted to uh, get into a corner and Allie wanted to cry and I wanted to laugh at her crying yeah get into a corner or get into a different industry the, <laughs> either bo- one both things apparently uh, you can get into a lot of industries if you just meet people in corners so that's, that's what <laughs> hi are you do. crying oh my god me too that's, our orig- that's the original LinkedIn yeah uh, but uh, yes, thank you for listening, and please continue to spread the word because there's new people out there, Kevin, that have not, have not heard us. I yet. know, I know, and they they deserve that. If you're stuck with us, they should be stuck with us as well. And uh, of course, Channel Q available on the Radio.com app, smart speakers. Just yell at it, hey, Radio.com, uh, Channel Q. That's what I want, and it should figure it out, or it'll give you a recipe for risotto. Either way, ooh, either it, way, it's a win-win, right? Yeah. Um, we got lots to get to on today's show. When we get back, we'll fill you in on. I know that uh, pup nut is a big thing, or pre-pups, as they're being called. If you uh, plan on getting a dog and being in a relationship, you're going to want to hear about this. We'll get into News It or Lose It coming up a little bit later. I think we have some movies that we have to give uh, gay straight movie reviews to. Yes, I watched The Running Man. Well, I... Uh, I Again in Vegas, I had to sit and watch a movie that you had assigned me. Already jealous that you had to do that. We'll get into all of these things, plus... Um, some stuff I learned about coworkers at this radio station when the mics were off that I think you'll be very curious about. Ooh. By curious about, if you will. So we'll get into that and more after this. The all-new Channel Q returns after this on Radio. Radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject. What a beautiful piano, pianissimo interlude for us. Don't dump that, Justin. I'm Allie. <laughs> Kevin's over there. The entire staff at the station came running when you said Pianissimo, <laughs> where? Uh, we are returning from a festive weekend. Kevin, I know you were at Coachella House celebrating with the Channel Q family sure all was. weekend long. I was unfortunately not able to make it because I was doing something else very gay. I was promoting my pilot Butch Pal for the Straight Gal amongst a bunch of homely lesbians, which was a success in and of itself. Um, but you... You spent a lot of time around glitter, and fe- and you even brought your dog and dressed your dog in clothing, which I think I saw one of the pictures. My dog on was not dressed in, clo- in clothing. It, she was dressed in clothing. Well, I she think was she was wearing clothing. I think she ate a piece of clothing. No, I think that she had a little dress on or something, that, or a that, handkerchief. That is not. Or like chaps. That is not correct. Okay. That's well, a false statement. I saw the picture that was posted on Channel Q's uh, Instagram at We Are Channel Q, and you definitely I mean it's you Jay Michaela I believe Ryan Mitchell from Let's Go There and the gayest person in that picture was you holding that dog once again proving hetero can reign supreme on this station just give me time <laughs> give me time and enough tiny clothing and I can make it happen you know what's interesting I'll give you a few bullet points from the weekend the first thing I will say is you know the, this radio.com took over this massive compound out in the desert and there was multiple different radio stations that were broadcasting from this uh, this place. Was it an actual, like, did someone live at this house? It was like an Airbnb situation? Uh, someone could live in the house. I, I didn't really spend a lot of time inside the house. Uh, you know, it, it pretty much Because there's was, all these grounds, right? huge throughout. backyard. Yeah. I mean, the house backed up to a private airport, so you got to watch people take off and land all day. Uh, some of the people definitely were taking flying lessons, and every time they took off, I was like, oh, they're at the crash right of the broadcast. <laughs> really? Yeah, because it was, I mean, I want to yeah, say- 
it's a bunch of independent pilots right. that are say, getting their pilot licenses. When I say backed up to the airport, I mean like the runway ended where this house began. So like if anyone just overshot the runway by 20 feet, they were <laughs> in our party. I guess that's why you guys got it at a discount. It was a very discounted uh, party house. But the thing that was fascinating to me is you could so easily tell who was there for Channel Q. <laughs> Versus uh, the other stations. Like, there, like here's an example. Um, guy walking around. He's wearing a Weezer t-shirt. He's got a baseball hat on sideways and some big baggy cargo shorts. And he's you like, go, where's the Channel Q booth? N- not here for Channel Q. <laughs> Meanwhile, another guy wearing a G-string, American flag G-string, with a, a shirt that is really just made up of tassels <laughs> and, a, uh, and a giant neon wig. Mm-hmm. And that guy was front and center, enjoying the festivities at the Channel Q booth. That's really funny, because I walked into the casino where Clexicon was taking place, and I saw a woman wearing a black t-shirt and cargo pants and a baseball hat, and I was like, she is here for Clexicon. She was there for Clexicon. She yeah. probably was. It was really easy to tell the difference between the people on hover rounds that were there to gamble and the people in frumpy clothing that were there for the event. Quite a few people approached me, Allie, that are fans of the station, listen to the show, uh, like listening to us together, like a... Uh, they really? accepted me. A lot of people said that. I found this to be very strange. So many people said they accepted me into <laughs> community. Into the community, which I was like, I'm I, like, it, why? It felt <laughs> it was like a warm embrace that I never had asked for, but I greatly appreciated. It. it was very strange how the how many people said like, "Hey, you're welcome. You're you're in. Come on in. Welcome." You're. I was like, "Wow, I thought I was supposed to embrace you, but well, cool." Well, then, does it make you think that there was a, uh, a trial period there where they weren't sure Maybe. whether they should accept you? Maybe you were like, "Word on the street is this straight white guy is a part of the station, and does he really deserve to be here?" And then they yeah. ultimately decided, "Ah, let's accept him. Let's put up with him." Because they saw so, your dog. I was like, "I'm here. I'm not queer, and I'm not going anywhere." <laughs> Maybe the the dog was. Like my that was like my Trojan horse to kind of get into the community. It will Snuffing. win us over in any situation. Yeah, you just gotta have a little little fluffy dog. No, it was really listen uh, to spend time with coworkers outside of a work environment is always strange in general. Especially, I always find it the weirdest when you see coworkers in shorts. I don't know why that is. Like for some the first reason, time I saw you in shorts, it was jarring. Jarring, right? Yeah. It's a weird thing. You, you used to seeing people. Uh, not that we you know get dressed up to come to this job, but yeah, we have pants on for the most part. I mean, today you're covered in fifteen yards of denim. Mm-hmm. So, you know the concept in general is you, you you get to know people in a work environment and then when you see them outside of it it's a weird thing usually you get to experience that once a year at like a holiday party we've talked about that before but then when you see them when you see coworkers in a what would otherwise be a tropical locale like they're walking around in bathing suits or or um, in this particular case fishnets a lot of people yeah. like you're used to seeing people mm-hmm. at work and then all of a sudden you see them in a neon fishnet vest and you're like ah oh, that's not what I, we're not in Kansas anymore but I, I like that when you're in a situation where you're gonna see people that have normally very um like buttoned up job titles, yeah, like yeah, somebody yeah. who's in a in the sales department or accounting or finance or whatever, and then you a see them, let, yeah, you see them let loose at a place like a festival. But I, I would imagine that the staff here at Channel Q, the on air staff, I mean, I would think fishnets is kind of a, re, a regular work outfit thing, so it couldn't have been that different. Well, it's probably just a little. It's like just a different color. It, it was an interesting. It was an, an interesting environment. Like, this is my work glitter, this is my festival glitter. Yeah, to see people switch to festival glitter. It was very different. <laughs> and um, and, I, and I'll say, you know, because you weren't there, 
just to kind of describe the scene, you know, there was the, the there was the pool party that was happening, and there was a bunch of different musicians that were kind of going on and playing songs. Oh, singing and, coworkers in swimsuits—that's a whole other thing. Th- th- then there was there was a lot of that, and then there was a bar uh, over there. There was another bar. There was like all these different a lot of places for people to take pictures, and then there was just like random people dancing, and I was like, they must be here for Channel Q. They're just dancing and having a good time <laughs> randomly, not even not anywhere near where the music was, just kind of just dancing. dancing to nothing dancing to nothing oh I was like, that's good that not is... even silent disco well there was a silent disco as well there was oh yeah there was a silent disco I love disco. those because you walk by and you you hear no music but they're all dancing people were wearing headphones and dancing and um, and then there was uh, there someone was, was really big then vegetarian uh, um, tacos uh, you know with that fake meat uh, then there was plant based meat that was uh, that was my, definitely the channel Q meals that was the gayest me- the gayest thing there was the plant based meat actually and then there was uh Big hamburgers. Big, uh, big... Was there free food the whole weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, as much free food and drink as you could enjoy. Uh, I mean, it was a good time. And so uh, whoever won themselves a spot in for listening to the station. Was it free drinks? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Tons, tons. As much as you could drink. Tequila, vodka, that all. It was great. And um, Did they uh, ask about me? Did anyone ask about me? No. Well, someone said... Uh, who's that person you work with? I was like, oh, Allie? And they go, no, 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 Justin. <laughs> I go, oh, he's back at the station right now making sure things run smoothly. Oh, like, I accept him. I no, love him. I, when I went on, when I hopped on the, um, I hopped on the air at one point with uh, Jay and Michaela, I found out that Jay has a, a, a crush on me. <laughs> Did he say that? Uh, Michaela said that. And then he <laughs> winked or something. Uh, but I, I explained that you were in Vegas because. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Uh, I felt. Um, I mean, flattered. Flattered and a little uh, flat. But I mean, I was trying to think back to like the last time I ever heard anyone had a crush on me, and that was like must have been like in seventh grade when someone's uh-huh. like, you know. Carolyn Murphy has a crush on you. And I'm like, which one's Carolyn Murphy? And they're like, the one with one leg. That I'm guy like, over ah. there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, the beggars can't be choosers. You know? uh, no, so, it, you know, it's been a while since anyone has used the phrase that crush. person has a, a, a crush on you. Or like, maybe I was a camp counselor once and they're like, oh, that camper over there says a crush. It's like, oh, you're cute, you know? Right, like it insinuates that they're writing their yeah. name with your last name. Right, right. I was like, oh, it's adorable. Like Mr. J. Klein. But I think that, um, you know, you always want what you can't have, I guess is how it is, right? You mm-hmm. know, it's like... Um, I was like that with straight girls. As I was like, in, as I was in line to eat the um, plant based meat, all I really wanted was the hamburger, but the line was so much longer. <laughs> so I always want what I can't have. That's yeah. what I want. And I think that you know he he probably looks at me as a guy that yeah you know, I'm pretty. They kept calling me like a very hetero hetero like uh, like you know like I am on the hetero. You're a man's sca- man. I'm a man's You're a caveman. man. I'm a caveman. Which you know these days the line is blurry, but so I had no interest in, you know. I think that some people, just like you said, you'll get hit on by straight people all the time, and you'll say I'm gay, and they'll say, well, you just haven't had enough drinks yet, or something, right? You yeah, know? or I haven't met a real man. That's right, the one right. That I get, and so I'm I, like, no, I've met a real man. His name's Kevin, and I'm I, still gay. I think that goes both ways. Like I think that straight people do that to you, but I think gay people will do that to straight people, and they'll say like. Uh, I know you've never been with. How do you know you don't like it until you tried it? And you're like, uh, it's not, uh, it's not quinoa, yeah. pal. It's like, have you ever seen Bait Bus, Kevin? No. That's how it works? I haven't seen Bait Bus. Yeah. What's Bait Bus? Really? Are you talking about Bang Bus? No. 
Oh, Bait Boss? Is that a prequel or a sequel? <laughs> I've seen Bang Boss. Many episodes. I think episodes. it's an after quote. Oh, I got to check that Have out. you ever seen it? No. Have no. you ever heard of Bait Boss? No. Oh, well, they, it's, a, it's, a, it's a series. It's a video series on an adult website. Go ahead. Do and, tell. And uh, it's, it's guys that are walking along the street, straight guys, like, you know, you. And you're walking by, and then a van pulls up. That's not real, though. And, uh, it's fake. No, this is all. It's, re- it's real, it's Kevin. It's not real. And then they have a, a lady, a really attractive lady, who's like, hey... Do you want me to service you? And he's like, okay. Yes. And they're like, get in this van. Go ahead. So he gets in the van. Clean this up a little bit. And then uh, and then they are like, you know what would be even better is if we put this blindfold on you. Oh. And he's like, okay, cool. The and then the, Yeah, and then they do the old switcheroo. And, they and then they're not in a bus at all. They're in a car. <laughs> they're in it's a Fiat. A, it's a good switcheroo right there. It's a whole <laughs> sponsored by Fiat. Great, great ad campaign. And then he takes the blindfold off and he's like, whoa, 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 this is crazy. And then he's like, all right. And then they do I, it. Um, so that could be you. That is a, that is, I don't doubt that that exists. But I, that's how they have, yeah, that's how guys mainly have their by curious experiences. Well, Women are like, oh, I'm just in a hot tub. I'm going to make out with this girl. And yes. you have to be trapped in a van. No one um, offered me a ride anywhere. And I would have taken one because I was in the middle of the desert. There was a few times when I could not get an Uber. Yeah, and Jay pulled up in a van and was like, get in! <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Uh, this is the all-new Channel Q. When we get back, good news for you. Uh, we've got news or loser headlines to get to. Lots going on in the world that we will break down. But before we get to any of that, don't get a, don't, do not, I will repeat, do not get a pet in a relationship until you hear what we have to say next. Call Channel Q right now. 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-772-2557. We are the new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. All right, it is Drop the Subject, the all-new Channel Q. Thanks for being with us. Radio, radio radio.com. Smart speakers, connected speakers, even dumb speakers. You can listen to us there. In fact, we will turn a smart speaker into a dumb speaker. Just give us 30 seconds, and we will prove that to you. Mm -hmm. Want to join us? You can do it uh, with your voice. 833-77-CALL-Q. First call out of the gate today. Someone congratulating us on hitting six months here. I don't even know if that's accurate, but uh, regardless, as Ali says, in a gay relationship, six months is the equivalent of like, at least in a lesbian relationship, right? That Six months is like 40 years in a regular relationship, right? Yeah, yeah. You've moved in. You've uh, already gotten yourself a few plants. Mm -hmm. Yep. You're already talking about kids. You're already already probably put a down payment on a house. You're at the same dog park. Building a deck together. All the things lesbians do. Oh, I wish I had deck money. Here's the thing. Um, One of the things you will inevitably get to in a relationship is that discussion of should we get a dog? Should we uh, have a? Should we get a dog together? It's it's a great. Test or cat, I guess, too, or lizard, maybe. Or multiple. I feel like, depending on the animal you decide to get and the lifespan of that animal, that gives a bit of an indication as to how strong your relationship is. Like, if you say to each other, you know, maybe, maybe we should consider getting um, an orchid together. Oh, you're, God. You're pretty much committing, you're, you're committing maybe another seven relationship days suicide, to the relationship. Basically. Yeah, I think it depends on what you get. If you get, like, a hermit crab, those things don't last very long. Or do they? I don't know. Some people like to adopt the older dogs because they're like, this dog's already 14. <laughs> Great. Let's adopt that. If the relationship goes south in a year, dog's not going to be here anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. When you decide you're going to adopt a kitten or a puppy in a relationship, you get to experience. Sometimes it's a it's a testing ground. You know what that people kept saying for me when I was walking around at Coachella with the dog alley. A lot of the people at Channel Q kept saying I was giving off daddy vibes. Dad, is oh. that a, what, is that, what does that mean? Was that was that a, was that a uh, gay that, thing? Or? No, I think that means that you. Uh, 
I think that you were basically being called a, a, a little bear, sort of. Like, so, you were the daddy, and then you got to find a... Some girl that works here with, like, a buzz cut. I, I know it doesn't really narrow it down, but she mm-hmm. kept, like, following me around, being like, Daddy vibes, Daddy vibes. <laughs> I was like, I, I didn't know if she was making fun of me. She was just me. hired to do that, actually. <laughs> I didn't know if she was making <laughs> fun of me or not. the only reason she was there. But I think that in sometimes in a relationship... You, you get a sense of if the person will be or could be a good parent, which in a lot of ways goes back, that's in our DNA, that's in our ancestry. You figure out that's who, that's how we were designed to pick the partners that we picked. Are these people the type of people that we can procreate with and create another generation and raise them successfully? Is this the type of person I think is going to be here? They're going to go out for a pack of smokes and never come back. Yep. Um, that's It all starts with the sometimes the adoption of a pet, right? Yeah, I think that the pet is the good icebreaker into whether or not they would be a good parent and and when I met my now wife she already had a cat and the cat had a lot of problems so it made me think oh gosh there's probably going to be behavioral problems if we ever have children my cat on the other hand is a little angel and she's very independent she's not attention seeking versus Katie's cat who like pees all over the furniture and freaks out and you can't be pet for more than two seconds without turning around and biting somebody Uh, she's very volatile so I think that the same can happen with any pet that you get, it'll be a good indicator of whether or not. But then maybe if you come together and you have a new pet, it could be kind of the best of both worlds. Who really knows? But you have to also understand that the, the pet could outlive the relationship. And that's why people are getting these pre-pups or pet nups. Yeah, I don't know if we've settled on the proper name. Also, if you call it a pre-pup, it doesn't necessarily apply to cats as well. No, that would be a catnup. Um, and that, that's actually a good name. <laughs> or a pre-nip. <laughs> pre-nip. That's pretty good. Aww. That's uh, usually what you do if you get breast implants during the uh, relationship. You get the pre-nip. <laughs> uh, if the relationship goes south, I'm taking those implants right back. <laughs> those are my areola. So, here's the thing. I don't know how... There's a huge uptick in these. People are getting them now more than ever before because they are understanding that relationships are not forever. But the last thing you want to do is break up and decide, let's just uh, throw the dog in the creek or... Which some people do, or just say, "Well, we'll go drop it off in an adoption." I mean, you both are going to develop, you would hope, some sort of feelings for the animal. And I know people that have broken up with an animal; they have like visitation. It's a weird. I mean, they didn't go. Yeah, to, I've they seen that to, too. They didn't go to a court about this, but they'll say like. It's my week. I remember one time a buddy of mine that got divorced. He's like, oh, "I want to." It's my weekend with the dog, and I was like, you, "I was like, what? Are you calling your kid a dog? Wait, you don't have a kid? Wait, you seriously?" So like, he didn't go make plans or go out of town because he knew it was his weekend with the dog, and he wanted to take the dog out to do fun stuff like baseball. He didn't say that. He just said, I, "If I stop doing my weekend with the dog, I'm going to lose custody." <laughs> And I was like, it's a dog, man. <laughs> but I get it. Look, if I, my wife and I broke up. When, when there were times, you know, she had the she had the dog going into the relationship. So technically, it's her it's her dog, right? So if you theoretically got divorced, she would have custody of the dog. Let me just soak in this for a moment. Okay, if oh, you were divorced, so much freedom. If you did, oh. if you were no longer married. Oh man, eating okay. hot pockets in my underwear again. You were just again. a daddy with a dog. Oh yeah. Uh, would you? But you are with the dog and take care of the dog more than she does. Yeah, the dog. So it, would the then you choose, be more fit to be the parent? I would be more fit to be the doggy parent. No so, question. So yeah, I, I think that there is a situation where it, the dog should be able to make these choices. That's the problem: is that a judge or whoever is making these decisions and being like, "You're more fit to be the parent. You're more fit to be the parent. You have to share custody or whatever. You have to have supervised custody." What if the dog is just whoever you know? What do it old school? One one. Per- Persons on one side, one person's on the other side. There's no cheating. There's no hiding 
treats in your pocket or anything like that. Both of you call the dog's name and whoever yeah. the dog goes to gets custody. Agree. That's uh, Solve the problem just like that. Uh, pre And my pre-pup, cats would just run away. Pre-pup thing, yeah. <laughs> Holly's cats both run into oncoming traffic. <laughs> We've got this Well, op- that settles it. Uh, option C, they're in a better place now. But if you think about it, how much money does it cost to get a pre-pup do you have to have lawyers involved? I mean, if you want an actual legally binding document that says you both have custody or you will figure out who gets what if things go go bad. Like, my wife has a good friend, and she stayed with us recently, and she's got a dog, a dog that was purchased or adopted while she was in a relationship with a guy. They're no longer in the relationship. The guy never bonded with the dog. In a way, the dog was kind of like a consolation prize for the relationship, right? It was like, make, you know, because that's the whole, sometimes people get lonely. If you have an animal with you, it can definitely help with the loneliness, right? Mm -hmm. So she's got the dog now, and he reached out and said, like, next time you're back, um, I would like to, you know, hang out with the dog. And I think it's because he thinks he's going to be able to pick up women better if he's walking a dog. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't want the actual commitment of, you know, as you know, with animals, sometimes it's fun and and walking and getting compliments. And a lot of times it's going to the vet in the middle of the night to get medicine for worms. Yeah, because they eat a bunch of raisin muffins. Right. Um, Yeah, I'm curious as to what is involved with a pup nup or a pre-pup or whatever. Like, are you saying I... We we're like you're. Are you just agreeing on shared custody if in case you break up, or if you or are you saying like in your wife's situation, hey, we're going to get married, and I already own this dog because that's what a regular prenup is, right? You're saying this, what's mine is mine, and what's yours is yours before we get married. Right. So if you already have a dog, she would be saying this is going to be my dog always, and if we get divorced, I get to keep the dog. I'm not risking losing my rights to see my dog. And what if you uh, get into a relationship with a pregnant dog and then the dog has more dogs? You gotta split that up? You even Steven? <laughs> Just cut them all in half. You go Rochambeau <laughs> I think it's half a dog? <laughs> well, anyway, it's a, it's a thing so be on the lookout for it because if you want to get one uh, you can, of course, Google for more information or tweet out a link or something but apparently there are more people more than ever before uh, getting these pre-pups as they're called or uh, catnips wherever the hell uh, we were saying earlier. Catnips. That would just be... I mean, I would... The fact that I would be bringing our cats from back and forth to different houses every single week, I would rather just give the cat up. (laughs) I'd be like, you know what? You just take the cat. I can't even get that thing in a crate most of the time. So even moving the dog. This is the thing. They they say that that puts stress on children. And I bet it puts even more stress on dogs and cats and stuff because they are creatures of habit. They need, like they poop at the same time. They eat at the same time. They have their routine and they live and die by that routine. So if you're constantly taking them to different, especially if you have more than one animal and you're splitting up the animals, like you get one dog, you get the other. The person who really loses is those dogs that have bonded together and they're it's not their fault that you now hate each other. And we don't have time to get into this also, but yeah. what if what if you have an animal that's a big earner? What if it's a YouTube star animal? It's oh. bringing in income for the couple, and you yeah. got that to deal with. That's like a real my thing. My cat gets in a box. We will, uh, well, I can't wait to find out how that ends. <laughs> Be back in a moment. This is the all-new Channel Q. Uh, drop the subject. Returns after this. Call Channel Q right now. 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-772-2557. We are the new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. 
Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Um, I'm Allie. Kevin's over there. And we don't have a lot of time to chat, but I don't know if you know, Kevin, there were some important sporting events that took place over the weekend. Um, in golf and in hockey. Yeah, well aware. And I watched a little of both. So I was able to, with the free time that I had this weekend, which was not a lot, scrounge up another round of gayest sports highlights of the week. Oh, the gayest sports highlights of the weekend, really, right? Yeah, basically. If uh, if you did not see stuff, well, fear not. A lot of it was hetero boring, but this is just the... The gayest moments, right? Yes, yeah. This is when, you know, maybe there's a, a certain play that, that gets executed that just makes you think, if you heard this out of context, you could have been on a gay porn site. Without any further ado, <laughs> gayest sports highlights of the week. Here are the gayest sports highlights from the week. And Kawat stays with it and is able to tuck it through the five hole. Francesco Molinari, up two strokes, finds the bottom of Ray's Creek. What a finish by Stone on the back end. First time in his career, he went bogey, 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 bogey on the same hole. Watch LeBanc stick. It gently right there pushes Marc-Andre Fleury's left leg. First time Tiger has ever come from behind. Many doubted we'd ever see it, but here it is. The return to glory. These have been the gayest sports highlights from this week. Wow. There you go. What a what a gay weekend of sports, huh? Well, the stick on the leg bit was definitely yeah. a nice visual. I can't believe you didn't include in there the guy that uh, got the goal, took the puck to the face. Got to, oh, it, what, was it the bu- face or yeah. was it the... To, to the mouth, took a puck to the mouth. No, but there was it, it went, also went, went a shark the... that got a puck to his junk. Well, this this was a shark. This was a shark that we talked to before, by the way. They got a, a he puck, got another one. Puck to the mouth, and it went from the mouth into the goal. It was, ah. He scored a mouth goal. Mouth goal, I think, was maybe the gayest thing that was <laughs> mouth used. Mouth goal. Uh, that's from now on. If I ever get oral, I will say mouth goal. Hashtag mouth goals. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Uh, kick off the next hour with news or lose it. Get to the gay straight movie reviews and much more after this here on the all new channel. Q. Three three seven seven Hall Q. That's eight three three seven seven two two five five seven. We are the new channel Q. 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 Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie and Kevin here. There's some. Sad updates going on with Notre Dame right now. The roof has collapsed. Uh, the iconic spire has also come down, and they are not sure if they can save it. It's really, I don't know how this fire got started. I don't think they're going to know for a while. But um, you don't think our theory that we came up with off the air is plausible <laughs> that the hunchback was, was smoking a joint? Smoking a joint up in the bell tower? No. <laughs> He's like, I don't think anyone's noticing. Oh, no, this is a bummer. And then uh, Justin added that it was medicinal for his hump. <laughs> yeah, that's why he needed the weed. So it's cool. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, this is very likely. If any of the investigators uh, need our information, you can hit us up. We have theories, okay? 83377. Eight, Call Q. Um, but it's kind of a bummer when something that is hundreds and hundreds of years old. Uh, I mean, you just think that, oh, if it's lasted this long, it's going to last forever. You think that's more of a bummer than 
when when a construction site catches fire, and I think to myself, like, oh my god, they spent so they had already had the whole thing. Yeah, that was happening in Oakland a lot because they would build up all these new uh, apartment complexes, yes. and all of the people that lived in that area were like, "F you, I don't want this place to be gentrified." And this one construction company had built this one area. Like, I think they built it up like three different times, and every time they burned they it got down. burned it down. Yeah, yeah. and so, I, I always think to myself, like. Not to. This is a sad thing. Regard anytime something historical, you know, significance, whatever, burns down. It's very, very sad. But this had a good, great run. I mean, this is as good a run as you could ask for. Been around since the uh, what eleven hundreds. Yeah, yeah, the eleven hundred. Yeah, thirteenth century. They're building a brand new condo, and they just get the thing framed properly. They're about to start doing the drywall. Yeah, I think they have those fire. little automatic lights. Oh, you go, mean, oh man, what a letdown. Yeah, but you think about how building this probably took a lot longer than it takes construction companies to build something now, probably. like that. That's the bummer about it is the people that built this, like, you know, however many hundreds of years ago, they're like, oh man, I've like seven of my family members died pulling those bricks across the land. You know, it's a bummer. Anyway, uh, Coachella Weekend One has come and gone. And if you want a quick briefing, here's what you missed Idris Elba, he played a DJ set and everyone loved it. Someone did an EDM remix of Baby Shark. A new trend came up where, and I don't know if you noticed this, I know you weren't actually watching a lot of the bands this weekend, but you know how a couple years ago there was this big trend where artists would bring up fans from the audience yeah. and be like, anyone who had a sign would yeah, be Dave able to Grohl come up. This, yeah. yeah, Dave Grohl would be like, oh, you know what, you can play this song, and they would get behind the instruments. I mean, basically half the show was done by the fans. Now artists are not bringing up fans, they're just bringing up other famous artists. And we saw it all weekend long. Diddy got brought on, NSYNC got brought on, uh, Katy Perry, Cardi B, Selena Gomez, Nicki Minaj. And I don't know how much of this is just general Coachella surprise guest stuff, or if it's like, how can we top our performances? Let's just bring out more super famous artists. But that seemed to be a trend this weekend. I talked to probably five or six artists that were not even on the... Lineup? Lineup. Wow. And they were all making appearances on one other artist's set. Right. It's like basically doing a mini super group in that moment. Right. And I think that that's the thing that people... I think people, of course, like to buy tickets for festivals because of what they know is going to happen, what's promoted. But I think the real thing that people buy tickets for is what they think is going to happen that was not promoted. Happens a lot... Coachella, anything near the Los Angeles area, because so many of the people live there, it's very easy for people to make that, you know, make yeah, that, just hop on over and make, make an that appearance. journey, right? So as a result, like you, you get a lot of things. It may be hologram, you know, one year it's yeah, dead hologram. people can Tupac, come back too. You never know what it's going to be. So I think that that's the the fear people have. The real FOMO is the FOMO of not missing what they know they're going to miss, but missing what they don't know they're going to yeah, miss. Yeah, and if I was an actual musician, I would be really terrified to even go to Coachella because I'd be like, oh my God, they're going to ask me to go up on stage and perform something. I can't just go and enjoy myself. But anyway, the audience was scolded a few times, which was exciting. For me personally, I always like to see the audience getting scolded by the artists. Childish Gambino told people to put their phones down, and Casey Musgraves made fun of the audience for not being able to do a basic call and response. He was like, I say, hey, and you say ho and things like that and everyone's just like I don't know I'm on Molly and no one knew how to do you know no one knows how to follow directions anymore mm-hmm. and what was everyone wearing well weekend one has basically become a festival red carpet event and we learned that as long as you are not dressed in any if you're as long as you're in dressed like any decade except your own you're doing great mm-hmm. there was a, a lot of jean on jean which is what I'm representing today 
Acid wash is back. Leopard print fur was there. Bell bottoms were there. Tie-dye. Flower child dresses. I mean, if you're like a time traveler and the first place you go is Coachella, you would have no idea what time period you're in. (laughs) Valid point. You would just be like, I don't know what's happening. There's 90s stuff. There's 80s stuff. It's not like, oh, the the 90s have been back for a while. I know everyone says that, but I think that every decade is back. Well, like I said, I think I said this before, you walked into... Goodwill with a blindfold on, intoxicated, and had 30 seconds to grab as much stuff as you could and then put it all on, you would be perfectly dressed for Coachella. It's just that Gigi Hadid's wearing it and doesn't smell like mothballs. Right. That's the only difference. (laughs) If someone someone looks over and they're like, that person is wearing ski goggles and uh, and short shorts. And and, neon. And and, and neon. And then they have a random per. They would be like, that's perfect. They weren't carrying a tennis bag with them for some reason. (laughs) Those little socks, those little fold-down socks with the fringe on them. They know what's up. Yep. That, that, That person is perfectly dressed for this festival, which is why I think that the festival is so popular. I think it gives people an excuse to wear the stuff that's just been... The, the Sitting ra- in their costume yeah, closet? The, ra- the random things. they got six half Halloween costumes. You put them all on together and voila, you're perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right. If you are listening to this right now, chances are you're probably not a lottery winner. Those are just the odds. So join us in relishing in the misery of those who have won the lottery, like Gloria McKenzie, who in 2013 was the biggest single winner of any jackpot in history. She won $590 million. She was 84 years old at the time, so now she's 90. She um, did take the lump sum of $278 million, which given the fact that she's 90 now, and then I know they usually you know, advise against that because I think you get less money. But if you're 90, you don't got a lot of years left. Just take the lump sum. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, So, this money, though, has now come before the love of your own child. Even when you're a little sweet old lady winning a lottery jackpot, you could lose all your values. And I think her son has, too. But she's basically, she's suing her son because she uh, left him in charge of her money and gave him power of attorney. And she was like, make nice conservative investments with my money. And he was like, I'm going to put us on a bunch of high-risk investments that give me no return. And then, as a result, he lost tens of millions of dollars and $2 million in fees. And now she is suing him for that money and his financial advisors, who I don't think know how to handle large sums of money like this. And so the family has been torn apart thanks to winning $590 million. So you think about it, you think that's going to make life better. But some people, more often than not, actually, a lot of times you hear about these lottery losers when they actually won but ended up a loser anyway. So uh, be aware, the next time you lose Powerball, you should go ahead and hug your family because they still talk to you. Also... If she's uh, not going to have this guy be power of attorney anymore, there's an open slot. Hey. You want to manipulate an old lady for money? A couple of random radio people that would do (laughs) questionable things with your money. We're interested. We've never seen money like this in our lives. Give us the power. We trust me when I say we do not know how to make good investments. No, we don't. That is why we're here. So, there you go. All right. That's been News or Lose It. Thank you for the update on all the stories. We will, of course, keep you abreast of anything happening, developing over the next 30 minutes when we get back. Gay, straight, movie reviews are up. And we will uh, get into some other things we have planned for you after this on Channel Q. Call Channel Q right now. 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-772-2557. We are the new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. 
DTS, if you want to get nasty, drop the subject. <laughs> DTS show on the socials. That's Allie right there. You're Allie Johnson. Follow her. Like her. Please like me. And then My unfollow mother doesn't. Her. No, I'm just kidding. Unfollow her. No. You can do the same thing for me at the Kevin Klein. It's good to be together with you again here uh, from the Channel Q studios as opposed to from the Channel Q Coachella house, which uh, I will say the scenery was better um, hanging out there. And I do believe that uh, we'll do it again sometime. May not have to wait an entire another year. I know that some people, uh, their Coachella doesn't even begin until next weekend because they're going uh, to a weekend too. But hey, we got more stuff to get into today on the show and we appreciate you joining us, hanging out with us. You can interact at 833-77-CALL-Q. Allie, um, before we get into gay straight movie reviews, which we will get to, we also have, um, I don't know if we're going to get to this t- today or tomorrow, but I guess today's tax day. Today's a really depressing day. Yeah. As people have taxes due, and uh, I don't really hear a lot of people. Usually, you'd see some people running around all excited that they were getting a bigger refund than anticipated, and that, what am I going to do with this money? There's all these commercials that would air. I'm going to sue my son with this. <laughs> there was all these people that they were commercial, like, hey, got a bigger refund than expected? Here, buy a new Kia. You know, people were actually oh, running God. commercials don't do that. to promote whatever. But um, it does appear that this year, more often than not, the conversations I'm overhearing and what I'm experiencing is. Oh, this stinks. Uh, oh, money. Oh, money. Probably not going to get money back. I've heard what some people owe this year, and it is appalling. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a there's a big increase in what people owe. Right. And so, as a result, there's a lot of places that are offering up free things to try to make your day a little bit more bearable. Uh, we will tell you what those things are. If you like to uh, get yourself some free snacks, etc. Like Boston Market. They're <laughs> always getting in on these. Nothing says, oh, that's an extra 40000 I was not planning on paying the government, but great. Rotisserie chicken. Thank a you. Quarter, a half chicken. quarter of a chicken makes it all worth Is it. Is this that disabled chicken? Uh, you get a quarter of a disabled chicken. <laughs> Uh, past the broken leg, I'll have that. <laughs> Let's get into uh, Gay Straight Movie Reviews right now, and then we'll uh, give you some freebies you can get before the day is out here on uh, Channel Q. All right, here's how it works. Allie's a gay lady. I'm a straight man. Certain movies we uh, both watch, enjoy, like. I would say there's certain movies that are made equally for a gay audience or a straight audience. doesn't necessarily matter. Just a movie that's made. People sit around and they enjoy it. Uh, but then there are certain movies we believe are targeted to certain audiences. This mar- this movie was intended for a gay audience. This movie was intended for a straight audience. And we like to go ahead and force each other to watch a movie that we believe was intended for us originally to find out what the other person thinks. In the past, I've seen things like Behind the Candelabra mm-hmm. and a movie called Straight, which was actually gay. Allie has gotten to see some... And an Indian. Classics like... Um, Tombstone. Uh, yep, and I saw uh, White Men Can't Jump. Yeah. And I Point saw break. Predator. Predator. You've seen some of the greats. So you gave me another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie to watch this time. You know what I learned is if I, if I just go to Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, yeah, I'm pretty much covered for this. Until segment. you get to Kindergarten Cop, yeah. Then it's a split. Who was that intended for, right? Uh, let's. Uh, you saw that movie, of course, that was called? Yes. Running it, Man. It was called The Running Man or Running Man. And uh, I'm starting to feel like now that you've made me watch a few Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, old action movies, I'm beginning to realize that he was like the Meg Ryan of the action movie genre. Like Meg Ryan is to rom-com as Arnold Schwarzenegger is to action movie. Mm-hmm. You know, Ma- Meg Ryan, a lot of times in her movie, she's unlucky in love. Arnold Schwarzenegger is unlucky in this 
people wanting him dead area. There are a few times when he is the good guy, like in Total Recall, which is a movie I may give you in the future, but there's a three-breasted woman in there, and I want you to get too excited. Oh, I think I've seen clips of that. You've seen that scene. Uh, But uh, yes, where he's the guy that uh, got framed for something he didn't do. And that's the same for this. Yes. Yeah. He is just a guy who just wants to live his life and, and not kill innocent people and not explode things, but you know, life just always gets the better of him, and he's put in these situations where he just has to be super brawny and 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 you know have destructive scenes where buildings blow up and things like that and it's just his life that's how he's you know that's how it all happens for him and this movie was no different uh it was set in the future aka 2017 when life is not going very well anymore. And uh, in these situations, I think straight guys always love it when uh, in the future scenarios, people have just completely lost their ethics and morals and they decide, why don't we just have people fight to the death? It's kind of the direction we're headed. (laughs) That's a good, yeah, I mean, that's a good, I mean, it was interesting seeing the parallels in today's world. This is 2017 and I saw a bunch of people in 80s gear (laughs) and I was like, that was kind of like things are now. No, we're in in 2019. I know, but it's the same. I mean, it's like basically now. I just want to let you you know the current year is 2019. Got it. Got it. Uh, And, you know, in 2017 in this movie, you're looking at all the new state-of-the-art technology and it's still like (laughs) black and white computers with block letters. Oh, is that... That's what I didn't understand you were saying. This movie... Takes place in the future. Was supposed to take place in the year 2017? Yeah, as the future. That is fascinating. I did not know that. In my mind, because I saw the movie probably 15 years ago, but when it... Was the future? I thought it was like the year three thousand. No, I don't know, it's, it's twenty seventeen. We've I already think. passed the year that the Running right. Man took place. It's great. That is interesting. I mean, that's what I. It, it's it's kind of hard to tell because the beginning scroll has really blurry writing, but I think it said twenty seventeen. I could be wrong, but that's what I was getting at, um, which made the eighties gear even more confusing. But um, it's. I also really loved seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger in disguises. I always really like that when it's like, "Hello, I am from Florida, going on the business meeting," and right. you're like, "Really." You just look like an action star in a suit. Well, that's um, what he was trying to escape. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, the more I watch this movie, yes, it is very straight. And, yes, it's another scenario where you, know, you just put guys in these, like, fight to the death scenes. And, you know, it's very exciting. But it was basically just like a straight version of The Hunger Games. Yeah, that, yeah, which is what I said when, when I gave it to you to try to set the tone. A lot of people think Hollywood have run out of ideas. That's why they're just doing reboots and prequels and sequels. But also, sometimes they just take movies that were not as successful 30 years ago and remake them completely, give them a different name. The Hunger Games, in a lot of ways, is what Running Man was. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's the, a scenario where an old white guy is setting up a big arena where people fight each other to the death. And um, and in in... in Running Man, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in spandex, and in Hunger Games, Stanley Tucci's basically in drag. So uh, it's kind of it's very similar. Um, and I also I don't understand why in these straight movies they love taking like old phrases and then applying them into fight scenes. Like he threw him across the room, and then he's like, "Can I give you a lift?" Yeah, well, or that like was... putting his face in the fire and be like, "You got a light?" Yeah, that that was a kind of a Schwarzenegger thing. These dumb lines as he did things that I were see. gruesome. So that that well, was pretty much most of his movies. But... I I give the I give the movie two pizza slices, but I will say there's a funny fun fun little Easter egg. He does say, "I'll be back" in this movie before Terminator, which I didn't realize. He says that in all of his movies. Oh, he does. That's the whole thing. About oh, him. but he didn't say in Predator. Yes, he did. He does. Yes. Oh, that's his, that was. His oh, thing. that's his thing. That was his thing. Oh. Oh, I thought that was just Terminator. Thanks for that fun Easter egg.
Thanks for giving us something that everyone knew uh, that knew nothing about Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. How was But I'm a Cheerleader? All right. But I'm a Cheerleader. I was concerned when you gave me this film, even though it did have Cheerleader in the title, and even though I liked the premise as you explained it to me last week. What I was concerned about was that this movie, upon further research, received 38% of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's BS. That's because it's a bunch of straight dudes. But then I saw it had a 91% fan approval rating, which made me think, this is interesting. The fans love it. The critics hate it. It's got to be somewhere in the middle for this straight guy. Mm -hmm. Here's the concept. Most movies that took place, this movie, I think, came out in the late 90s. So most movies that came out around that time, it's it's a story of cheerleader dating high school jock, right? And that's where this one kind of began. She's the cheerleader. She's dating, I think it was the quarterback or one of the guys on the football team. Yep. But anyway, the parents don't believe, for whatever reason, they assume she's gay. Yeah, which is great. They assume she's gay and send her to a, uh, like that guest we had in here that went to conversion therapy. They send her to a, uh, what I guess was a straight, a gay conversion, is it straight conversion or gay conversion? Gay conversion gay therapy. Gay conversion yeah. therapy camp where she meets another girl there that actually was gay. Yeah, I think and, everyone there is gay. Well, okay, but I would think other people, maybe their mo- their parents overreacted because they found like a lava lamp in the room and they're like, gay, get him to camp. <laughs> I love lava lamps. So, of course. So, of course, lo and behold, the one thing her parents were afraid most of, that she would be gay, even though she wasn't when they sent her to this camp, she ends up falling, uh, having feelings for this girl that she meets at the camp. Those feelings turn into, uh, as you know, Allie, physical um, yeah. things. And they sneak out and they go to a gay bar together and they dance and kiss and it's dance very hot. very closely, shall mm-hmm. I say. And um, and it actually is an interesting point. This I know it was not supposed to be, but they talk about when people go to prison for very like low crimes and then they learn in prison how to do much worse crimes than they originally <laughs> committed. And then uh-huh. they go, was it really worth putting this person in jail for six years because they had a little bit of weed on them and now they've learned how to do counterfeiting, how to uh, turn a balloon into a pipe bomb. Like they, right. they, People learn these, these things. This was a similar... How to turn a balloon into a pipe bomb is no, a sex position, actually. Right. In the that, that's world. what this woman learned at the camp. So, um, I... I like Natasha, oh, what the heck was her name? Leon. Natasha Leon. I like her. She is a very believable lesbian. Is she a lesbian in real life? No, I actually don't think she is, but everybody thinks she is, and she plays a lesbian in a lot of movies. Yeah. I think that she might be one of those people that's like open, but I don't think she's well, a straight up lesbian. She was a way more believable lesbian to me than the actual girl lesbian. that was the lesbian yeah, in the movie. Yeah, because she's so, a super lesbian. Right, and I, so I, and, and I didn't realize these camps actually do exist. But apparently they still do, because I did some research afterwards, and they do have these camps still. Yeah, they don't all have RuPaul teaching at them. So here's the thing. Like they did in this movie. RuPaul, I spent most of the movie going, where do I know this dude from? (laughs) And the best I could come up with was, I thought... He was an athlete. I thought he was a basketball player, and <laughs> I couldn't such a place. Straight reaction. I couldn't place what team he was on, and I spent most of the movie thinking, "I think he." He's on the Clippers. And then I was like, "Was he a globetrotter? Maybe he's a globetrotter." Because I feel like he's. And then it didn't even hit me until the end credits that that was RuPaul as a man. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the movie had a little something for everyone. I would like to say it did not have the nudity I was expecting. 
No, but it's a funny movie. So I thought you would enjoy it because it's gay, but it's a really great comedy. I don't think it's hard to find some really good, especially lesbian comedies out there. You're in the mood for lesbian comedy and you can't get tickets to see Paula Poundstone. <laughs> then I recommend highly you check out the movie Allie told me to watch, but I'm a cheerleader. I give it four pizza slices <gasps> Yay! on the patent pending pizza slice scale. So there you go. If you're keeping track, I give four to this one. Allie gave how many to Running Man? Two. Two. That's six slices. Enjoy them in good health. Be back in a moment. Wrap up the show after this on the all new channel. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Oh, and just like that, our time with you has unfortunately come to an end. But fear not, they put out the fire at the cathedral. No, I don't think that's Oh, true. they didn't do that. No, Oops. no, no, no. Sorry, it's Stop still burning. Right but uh, the good news is that it is... Nope, there's no good it's, news. Yeah, right now. it's just va- vastly on fire. Well, here's the good news: our time with you is over for today. <laughs> and you could go to New York City to celebrate Pride Weekend. How exciting is that? That's good news. Uh, there were a lot of people that were able to hang out with us at the Coachella House all weekend long, and uh, I don't think anyone regretted winning those tickets. So, if you want to continue on the party train, just go to wearechannelq.com and you can enter to win a trip to New York City to celebrate Pride Weekend. It's one of the most fun Pride events in the entire world. I highly recommend attending. It's June 27th through the 30th, and uh, Channel Q and Schafferhofer Grapefruit are helping you make this happen. Oh, grapefruit and pomegranate. Forgot to add the pomegranate. How very dare important. you? Uh, it will send you and a friend to one of the biggest pride parties in the world. You will get, I think, round-trip airfare and a four-night stay in New York City. So, just go to wearechannelq.com and enter to win. Choo-choo, or as we like to say around here, coo-coo. No, no, QQ. That's what I meant to Q-Q. say. Q-Q. As we get on the party train. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us today. In the meantime, on the socials, DTS Show for Drop the Subject. That's Allie. This is Kevin. We say bye. Curious.